Hello? Girl, so tell me why. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go get my headphones real fast. Okay. Okay, I got them. Girl, what happened? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the So Tell Me Why podcast. Yes, we're back. I know we took a like a mini hiatus because baby, life. Life okay. was really hitting us hard, okay? It's really punching us, giving us the one and twos. Yes, and I think that <laughs> Ethnos and I, we want to deliver something exciting and entertaining and I don't think either of us had the brain power or the energy to really do that for you guys until now. Until now. Wow, we are back with another episode, which is always so exciting. But you guys know how it works here. We always start off with the so tell me why moment. So I'm gonna let, let me tell mine because mine is not as exciting. It's not even exciting. I wouldn't say yours was exciting, but mine is just real basic. Okay, so tell me why. I just went to the best first birthday party I've ever been to in my entire life. I said, it was like Coachella Lollapalooza no level. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, baby but Cella. Baby Cella. <laughs> baby Cella. Capri Cella. Capri Cella. Uh, that is a cute theme. They need to do that next year. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good theme. I'm going to tell, tell them. <laughs> but yes, this past weekend, I got to go out to California and celebrate my cute little baby niece, Capri's first birthday another february birthday in the family which is always so exciting and it was honestly the cutest thing it was like lemon themed because uh she's named after the island of capri and they're known for their lemon trees and so everyone she had this like cute little lemon onesie my brother for some reason had an orange shirt on he tried he was working with the citrus citrus okay <laughs> he was in the citrus family but it was just so amazing to just be there and like I hadn't seen her since she was like six months and I was just really happy that she like really took to us and like wasn't too fussy to be around us because you know babies babies be really showcasing who they like and who they don't like they do not care and you guys live like further away like your side of the family lives further away so I mean yeah you know she'd probably be like she doesn't she's not as familiar but she she knew what was up though I know. She said, yeah, I know y'all family. (laughs) (laughs) I know who y'all is. She's probably like, y'all look like my dad. Y'all look, that's probably what it was. Y'all look like my dad. (laughs) So it was so fun to just be out there. I'm sad my dad couldn't be there. He was working, but it was just good to see everyone and be in the same space and just being able to celebrate a small little baby. And you're making it seem like this party was just like a little little play play at the play pen. It was uh, not. You guys, like my family is obsessed with Capri. Like I just want you guys to know that my mom and my cousin love Capri so much. They love her life. Like my cousin will literally just be like, wow, Capri's life is better than mine. Like this party was so classy. It was so, yeah. she had like 80 cakes. I said, what does a girl have to do to be Capri? She had her own cake for the little smashing situation. And then there were multiple cakes. Like, that is what I strive to be like. It was, everybody was in yellow. It was so classy. It was a very classy party. For our first birthday? Come on. Come on. Because let me tell you, when my kid turns five, I mean, five, (laughs) what? When my kid turns one, 
Honey, we having some cake in the backyard. Okay. I swear. I swear that was like my parents were living in an apartment at the time. They were like, hey, guys, we only have room for 10 people. This one. This one was it was just so themed. It was perfect. I just I think I'm going to have a themed birthdays. Like I've watched so many vlogs where people have like these themed birthday parties. And I think I might be that mom. I think definitely cute. Um, and I and I was talking to my mom about it, and I was just like, for me, I'm like, well, they're one. They're not even gonna remember this party. And my mom was like, well, it's more so for the parents. You know what I mean? You're yes. celebrating like this journey of keeping a human alive for one year. So you have a- for one whole year. Swear, it's I not about the time. That. I was like, uh, this is a party for you guys. Um, I do want to congratulate you, Sienna, on doing an amazing job. She said, you, Sienna. And Nathy. And Nathy. Sienna, pause, and (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because then I'm like, okay, so then we can have a little barbecue in the back, some cake, and then a bar for the the, the adults. Yes. The drinks were popping, okay? That's what needs to happen, and it makes a lot of sense. Like, our parents were really having those parties for, for that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> i'm not even mad that's that's really a get together to be like hey y'all uh i know i haven't seen y'all in like a year because i was raising a baby but uh if y'all can just slide through uh and bring your kids you know because it's supposed to be about yeah. them but bring kids so they can play yeah i mean even if you want to like bring a present like with a card that says happy first birthday that'd be cool too but just know the drinks will be pouring. Yes. i'm here for it and capri looked so cute and she just knows how to pose for like the camera like she knows uh, exactly where the camera is. Dude, I mean like first of all, that girl makes people perform <laughs> for her to smile. Oh, she I does. Mean, it's it's literally like someone's behind you and they're like doing a handstand. They're like literally <laughs> singing a whole song for her. They're jumping up and down and and literally she's like flat face and then all of a sudden it's like smile and they're like snap snap snap. Like, do it snap, now. Snap. Do it now. <laughs> She's so cute. Well, you wouldn't know that from the outside looking at it. From the outside looking at it, it feels like she's like, I was born to do this. I am a superstar. <laughs> she, you know what? She definitely has a, I would say she has diva energy. I'm not mad about it. We love a diva. <laughs> Shout out to you, Capri. Um, wow. Is that all of your so tell me That's moment? it. That was it. That was my so tell me why moment. I'm still on the high. Um... Okay, well, we're going to move on to mine. (laughs) So, you guys, it's crazy because, like, I guess, as it also remembers this, like, when you were in Syracuse, like, remember, like, all the men that were, like, honking at us? Like, it was, like, a weird experience, like. That was, like, the true epitome of catcalling. Like, when people talk about it, like, that is what happened in Syracuse. Yeah, and I was like, is this a Syracuse thing? Because I feel like in St. Louis, this doesn't really happen, like. I mean, men will catcall you, but I'm like, not like this. I was like, this is... Not like this. So I was like, okay, I guess that's just the culture here. Whatever. You just don't get honked at. Whatever. And sometimes, you know, I like a good catcall, you guys. Sometimes I do. Because I'm like, that means I look cute that day. If somebody drives and they see me and they open their window, I'm like, damn, I look good. Anyway, (laughs) so this particular street that I was on is like literally not even a block from my apartment and I was taking photos for the little Instagram and whatnot and um so I've been on the street before and you know people have honked whatever and they just keep driving and I'm just like okay 
they're just going to keep driving. So this particular time, I'm minding my business. I'm taking my photos. And this car is, like, about to turn onto the street that I'm on. But he was going to be on the other side. And and I hear this honking, like, before he turns. I'm like, who is honking? Because there was no car in front of me. Yeah. And then I look over. And it's somebody at the corner waving their hand, like, out of the sunroof. And I'm like, huh? What is going on here? And so then I'm just, not, I'm still, like, taking my pictures. And then I I, I stopped taking my pictures at that point. Because I was like, okay, let me just wait till this car leaves. And then yeah. he turns. And then he's across the street. And then he, like, is doing, like, kissing noises at me, like, through his mask. And wow. I was, and then he, like, pulls his mask down. And then he does the whole whatever, whatever. Like, you got a man. And I'm like, yes. I always have a man. I've had a man forever. Real, imaginary He's always there. So, um, I was like, yes, I have a man, blah, blah, blah. And then he was just like, no, I, was, I have a boyfriend. He was like, but you need a man friend. That's what he said. I was like, well, he's a man. My boyfriend's a man. So. <laughs> he's my friend. So. Yeah, I can't really hang out with you, blah, blah, blah. And then he tries to, like, do the same thing again. And he eventually drives off. So, I'm like, phew, okay, cool. Let me go back to what I'm doing. Then, this man makes a U-turn, y'all. He makes a U-turn, and now he's on my side of the street, and he's in front of me. And he's, like, so, he has his phone, and he's, like, can I take your picture? Like, what about I was, like, no. And then he's, like, trying to get my number, and I was, like, I told you, like, that I have a man. I was, like, you can go now. Like, because then I'm getting frustrated, because I'm, like, okay, now you're, like, doing the most. But I also didn't want him to shoot me. It's, like, you don't want (laughs) to get shot either, so it's, like, I was, like, nice, and then it kind of started to turn into, like, nice, nasty, because I was like, okay, you aren't getting the the hint here. So then I guess he's starting to get upset. And then he's like, well, I might as well just, like, stay for the show. And I'm like, show? Like, what are you talking about? Well, show! And because I had, like, a wrap dress on, so, and it was a windy day, so I guess, like, he got to see more than I would have liked or whatever. And he's like, well, you had it all out anyway or whatever. He's like, so I might as well... See the show. And then I'm like, what is this man talking about? Then he pulls out his wallet. And then he's, like, trying to offer me money to, like, legit trying to put money out of the window. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you're just a body anyway, bitch. I can just pay for it. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I was just like, am I I where I am? Am I where I am? Like, is this real life? And then he was like, yeah, bitch. Like, you just had it all out anyway. I might as well pay for it, bitch. Like, he called me a bitch, like, 12 times. Wow. And at this point, I was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I literally just yelled at him. And the the funny part about this was that before he even, like, pulled up, there was, I was standing in front of, like, a vacant building but there were there were painters in there like they're gonna be turning it into a restaurant I believe so one of the guys that was painting when I was just outside taking photos by myself he came out and was like what are you doing are you shooting for reporting like I just don't know what you're doing out here and I was like I'm just taking photos I'm a vlogger like whatever like I'm not bothering you or anything so my thing is when this man is yelling at me and going off on me and calling me basically a prostitute, you 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 still want to paint paint? You don't want to come out? But when I was literally what? out here doing, wow. taking photos, like, you don't have anything to say? 
You literally hear this man literally talking about calling me all kinds of bitches. Wow. Man, I'm disgusted. I that is extremely vile. Both both of the men in this situation disgust me. It was literally crazy. Like it was it's always the switch up that is just so shocking to me. It's like, oh, I'm a beautiful princess queen, and then when I say I don't want to be with you, then I'm a bitch and I'm a hoe. It's like yep. even though sex work is <laughs> sex work is work, I wanna say that, but it was just like you definitely meant that in a way to be disrespectful right yeah you definitely were trying to degrade me in that moment because you were insecure and you your feelings were hurt wow that is just like i don't even know how to feel i'm just like i'm really angry right like i'm just like actually furious actually livid like i want to literally bash him in the nose there's like, like and and the fact that like he just gets to like drive off and be like yeah you must you bitch <laughs> get out right because I did have Dude, kept- the sad part here, here's the sad part being an influencer and like doing your own content like it's honestly better to have a photographer with you at least there's another person there but when you don't have like the luxury to do all that and you have to produce content yourself like it's not easy it's like really uncomfortable half the time like you're really trying to like dodge and weave through people so they like don't see you like gotta take these bomb ass pictures but i gotta do it underneath the sewer drain (laughs) yeah you have to kind of go where there aren't any people and like the thing is like i was in broad daylight like i was like wow this man I'm happy I was in broad daylight because I'm like, who knows what would have happened if it was at night? Yeah. Not like I would have been Ooh, taking pictures. That of- man seemed audacious. He seemed like he had, he had a lot, a lot of, audacity. of audacity. Woo, I hate a man with a, a big old ego. And that one had one. He's probably ugly too. But yeah, he was ugly. And short. <laughs> like, just, I and was poor. Like, what, type just- of do- what type of bills was he putting out his window? One dollars? That's what I, that's what people at. They were like, <laughs> oh, I just want to thank everybody on Instagram that was like, oh, are you okay? Like, da, da, da. like it was really sweet. I'm fine. Men are going to be men, but there were just so many, like, issues with it. I'm just like, damn, like, even if I was out there butt naked, like, that does not give you the right to say what you said or do what you did. degrade somebody like that. What? And people were like, but I would have taken the money. I was like, I should have taken the money. <laughs> Listen, if he's throwing out a hundreds, listen. I was like, throw it out the car then. I should have said that. Throw it out the car. I'll get throw it. Throw it out the car. Throw it out the car. Yeah, That's but, not, and he was holding not. up traffic. I'm like, sir, never again. I'm not going to be taking pictures on that street any ever again, actually. I think I'm done with that street. Yeah, it sounds like we're, it sounds like we're done with that street. That's good. Well, I'm happy you're okay. I'm happy you're safe. I'm happy that lame ass, bum ass bitch ass man just what a whack dude like seriously and when i got home like i was trying to because i had my tripod my bag you know you coming home from like a shoot you have so many things and this guy like opened the door for me and i i said thank you but i didn't want to i was like i don't even want to look at a man right now (laughs) (laughs) all trash cans i was like what you think because you hold the door for me that i owe you something (laughs) (laughs) i swear Wow, that's not fun. I hate that story for all of us, but well, let's uh let's on that go, note. Let's go, let's go into the episode. <laughs> let's go, go into the episode. So, y'all, this episode is called So Tell Me Why. 
it's me for me. It's the it me for you. me. Is it real? Is it me? I'm exactly where I want to be. So, okay. Where do you want to start this conversation? Do you want to start with like, because we have so many different topics to discuss here. I think we should start with our dating life. Because, okay. So, let's just get into this. So, me and Charlene are, you know, we are 26, 27. We are not married. We are have no boyfriend. No. So, which is which is really a precursor to we on the dating scene, we in the apps, we talking to people, getting to know people, um, and stuff like that. And uh, I think we're per- both of us are pretty like progressive and stuff like that. I think I still have a couple like traditional antics kind of going and stuff like that as far as sure relationships or whatnot. But for the most part, I'm not here for. The teen society is about to say, you as a woman are going to be doing this. So I was telling her that I was like on a date and I got asked to, I was telling this person um, about my dreams and like starting my business and stuff like that. And, da, da, da. and he asked me a really great question. He was like, oh, like how does like a partner fit into that? And my answer, I swear to you, I told him, I was just like, you know what? That's a great question. I had never thought about it because I've been doing this by myself for so long. And I was like, um... If the relationship is getting too uh, complex and getting in front of my dreams, I'm going to have to drop the relationship. In that order. And we had, so so me and Charlene are having this conversation with y'all today and be like, so when it comes to dating, where where do you put a relationship? At what point do you have to settle? Do you have to make room? Or do you have to leave? Do you know... You know about, like, the stove. You know there are four plates on the stove. Yes. For me, the relationship would be on the back plate. Mm. Or on the back. The back back small one. one, The back burner. Okay? That is where I would put it if I had to be in a relationship. On 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 level level two. two. On level two. Like, low. Not even with the numbers. Because, you know, mine got the low and the high. It would be on low. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I to be honest, I think that's why I'm not looking for a relationship and I don't necessarily want a relationship right now because I know that I'm selfish and I know that like if I got to choose, if I get an amazing opportunity here and my man here, I'm going to where the opportunity is and I'm not Until asking your money you. Resides. I'm not right exactly. I'm not asking you about it. Because men come and go to be honest, but those opportunities don't. And I don't necessarily believe in growing together because I I just think that, like, you're still compromising. You know what I mean? Because you're not, I don't think you're fully going for what you want to do when you're in a relationship with somebody. You're still putting them, taking them into consideration. Even if you're trying to grow your dreams together, you're still compromising. That's so interesting. So what happens? I mean, this is the the real question of that, right? The whole conversation. So what happens if like you aspire to have a relationship? Like you want to be in love, you want to get married, you want to do all that. Yeah. But you also have these like dreams. Like at what point are you going to be like, I either need to figure out how to compromise or I'm going to just get my bread and leave. Um, this is the thing. I think it's about like figuring out at what point in your life are you going to be like, hey, when I get this job or when I get here, that's when I'm going to be able to have a little bit more room for another person. 
But I think when you're still legit, like, in a growth period, where your life could go anywhere in any, like, direction, I think it's a lot harder to be in a relationship at that point. I mean, I I agree with you. I'm over here because you know what really, really almost stabbed my heart when you were like, I don't believe in growing together because I think I believe in growing together. But here's my issue with growing I mean, together. I'm like career growing. I'm not saying growing as like adults or growing uh, as people. I mean, like, well, my point kind of plays to that. So um, I hate the fact because most people say, oh, yeah, 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 we can grow together, blah, 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 blah. But most times it's I'm going to grow with a man, right? It's most most women are growing with a man. A woman usually is able to. I don't know, whatever job, they're usually more flexible with their jobs and they really have this desire or the the sentiment is like most women desire a relationship more than they desire like growing in their dreams and stuff like that. So when like people are like, oh, I'm growing. Oh, he got this really great job that pays well and blah, blah, blah. And it's all the way in middle of nowhere, Oregon. They're like, we gonna hop on the plane. And I, I don't like that aspect. Like, honestly, like I would love for the script to flip and he he can follow me even even if it's like a follow each other type of thing like either we compromise i mean this is compromising but either it's like listen you may be here in your career and i mean that's the whole point of dating you figure out where people are and stuff like that and you say all right well in three years this is where i would like to be kind of thing how do how does this work kind of thing and what happens if we don't get there or what happens when we do or what happens when it happens earlier right um, I met a lot of people who were basically got the opportunity and they broke up the, broke off the relationship. They were like, Mm-mm, I cannot grow with two over there. Gotta go. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think there's a difference. I don't know. I think there's a, like a personal growth aspect that you really need. And this isn't to shade anybody who found their person in college, high school, whatever. It's, sometimes it works out that way for people. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, my mm-hmm. parents went to elementary school together. They didn't date in elementary school, but they just, they had just met. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I I do think that you just need that time. Like, I just, and I think that it's always the women, it's like you're saying, it's mostly the women who are the ones that have to bend. And I don't think that yeah. that's fair. Like, I, why, why I gotta be a flexi rod? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Not a flexi rod. <laughs> Like, why do I have to be the person? And that, that terrifies me. Like, I don't ever want to make a decision based on a man. And y'all already know, guys. You guys, you know about those neurotransmitters. Let me take you back to my biology degree that I don't use. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, them neurotransmitters that fire in your brain when you're in love are the same ones that fire when you're on cocaine. Okay? You're not thinking properly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when you fall in love, you're like, oh, well, I can find a, an amazing career where he lives. Baby, you might not. You might not. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's so interesting having this conversation as two women because it's like, I've heard the same sentiment come out of men's mouth, right? And they're like, well, I think a lot of men are like that where it's just like, once I get this job, once I get this amount of money, then I'll, I'll settle down or I'll look for anybody. And like, kind of like you said, it's like, women come and go men come and go kind of thing and i think a lot of people fall in love with people who are in proximity to them right yeah like there's there's probably somebody close to you that if you just keep swiping left you'll find them right yeah um 
And so it's so interesting. Maybe it's like an our generation thing. Cause I mean, I think I have the same sentiment. I think I'm somebody who's like, yeah, I kind of aspire. Like when I say my burner, me and Charlie, we are using the same pot. Yeah. Back burner. Because like, I just don't have the time or energy to be dedicating everything to, uh, to, to, to a man. You know what I mean? I, I'm very particular when it comes to like dating and like, I really want a partnership. Like, and honestly, what I've been learning from just like dating people is like what that really looks like. Right. Because I think there's an idea of like, oh, a partnership means he's still going to drive when we're together. He's still going to pay. No, Etanosa, like you've got to break out of that habit. Like if you really want a partnership, like I really have to like change my mentality and be like, you know what? This is a 50 50 kind of thing because I, I want I need to be respected. I need to be respected for my hopes and dreams and stuff like that. And um yeah and so listen babies i mean men if you're trying to get into my life you really you really need to be simmering just wait until i turn you up it's just not now just simmer there you'll be all right yeah you have to get rid of those like small conveniences that you have i guess in dating as a woman you know what i mean um when you're looking for a partner that's um you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I think that people need to just... It's hard, okay? It's definitely hard to like... Who likes driving? I, I don't. Know. I'm not going to lie to you. I like to be driven. Who doesn't? Listen, the thing is like, that's not... That shouldn't be a gender role, right? It's not. It's like, I really just like, as a person, <laughs> I personally just don't <laughs> like driving. Yeah, of course. And to be honest, that's something that I had an issue with. Not an issue, but it's just like, I liked to be picked up. Not because I felt like... It was a man's responsibility to pick me up. I just didn't want to drive. <laughs> so. It is nice to be picked but, up. It's nice to be picked up. But does that play into these patriarchal things? Like, uh, yeah. It do. Yes. Um, but yes. It does. Um, like you said, you know, men can really wait right now. Like, I, And I'm not also desperate to get married. Like, I'm not, like, in that headspace no. or that position to be like, yeah, I'm ready to meet my forever. Cause I'm like, first of all, I don't know where I'm going to live this year. Like, I don't know if I'm going to sit. Like, there are so many other factors to consider. Um, so yeah, I ain't compromising. I got it. I, at this point, I think in this, like you said, I think Period. it's really important for people to just evaluate where they are in life. Right. Yeah. And if, and if you're meeting people or like, you just have to be, true to yourself and be like honestly i might not be here this is what's happening in my life like you said transition periods growth periods like i don't think are always the best time to like have a serious relationship but to each their own yeah and i don't ever i don't ever want to be in that position when i am in my 50s and i'm looking back on my life and i'm thinking of all the things that i could have done if i hadn't met a man or gotten married and chosen to settle. That is like one of my biggest fears is that I'm gonna look back on my youth and be like and look at my kids and be like, damn, I I do love them, but like I also loved my dreams. Like I don't wanna freaking let that go. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's a whole nother episode. Do you know what I'm saying? Also talking No, I understand what you're saying. Like I was just like the thing is like it so sounds so bad. People are always like, Oh, you can have it all, but I'm like I think people can have it all, but they're, you are sacrificing something somewhere. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to put 100%. I think 
in it, into everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if I'm still chasing the bag, chasing the dreams or whatever, and I'm having kids and I'm married, I'm like, those dreams are not getting 100% of me. My kids are not getting 100% of me. And my husband's not getting 100% of me because I'm trying to do this all simultaneously. And each of y'all are just going to have to get a piece of me and either be all right with that until something pops off or be all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, call it selfish. Call it whatever. Um, but, yeah. but also like as a parent, I want to be that parent that's just like, oh my God, my mom is so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I want to be a cool mom. I want my kids to see me like being a boss. Yeah. I'm a boss. And you know what I mean? I, I just want to have that respect in that sense. Like this goes perfectly into what we're going mm-hmm. to talk about next because the identity of like e- being a mother we're acting like we got kids. We ain't got no kids. We ain't got no husband. Girl, all uh, I have is a Diet Coke. <laughs> all I have is a Diet Coke. Uh, all I have is a hero. Um, but yes, I mean, like, that's the thing. It's just like, at what point does your identity get questioned, right? Like, now you're just a mom, and then now you're doing all these other things, and people are like, how can, why are you doing all these other things, right? Um so leading so into our next topic so Charlene sent me this really insightful um article from the Washington Post I don't know what the article was titled um, it was but the summary based from the New York Times New York Times <laughs> <laughs> I, the I mean they are similar publications <laughs> but it's called it's called three American mothers on the on the brink. <laughs> There's and they have similar fonts. They have similar fonts. Woo! I said it with confidence. <laughs> anyway, I'm dead. But anyway, the summary of this is like I mean the title tells it all. It's they kind of interview three American moms who uh, are mothers and have been going and have been being mothers for a while and how it has affected them through the pandemic. Um, yes. And three of all three of them live in different parts of the country, which I Mm -hmm. think was also really great to see their perspectives and just like how they've dealt with, I want to say strictly motherhood. Like the tone of the article is basically really focusing on motherhood. Two of them are married and one is a single mom. Um, and they all have their challenges. Um, but for the most part, I think what we both even took away, I mean, we'll dive into the article is like the aspect of like their identity and how do how do mom and gender stereotypes in mm-hmm. general. So, yes. Thoughts. Thoughts first, reaction after reading it. What what did you think? Well, honestly, I actually saw shout out to Ruth. Ruth posted about it on Instagram. And then I was like, what is she talking about, you know? And I read it and then oh, I nice. was just like I just I felt like a lot of the things that they were stressed out about and this was specifically them like trying to work and um, one mother mm-hmm. was a, a single mom just trying to make ends meet during a pandemic. And the other two moms were married. And what really stood out to me was the fact that they had partners and yet they were still taking on so much just because they were women. Simply, that's yeah. what it is. And I think, like, it's it's crazy that women don't catch a break because, sure, like, it's amazing to be an employed as a woman, but... The way that certain family dynamics are set up is like, yeah, you have a full-time job, but like those household responsibilities are still um, on you as a woman. 
just because you're a woman. And and it's also, there's another thing, which is, like, most of the women, I think, recently, there were, like, 140,000 um, jobs lost, and they were all women. Really? Yes. And it's, like, women are also put in this position where, say I'm married, and we have a kid, the person that's going to stop working is that it's barely even a conversation on who it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be a woman. And that's what, and that's kind of just like what blew my mind was like, there was one mom who, who she has two daughters. One of her daughters has autism. She would literally be on a work call. And then her daughter was in school on zoom and she was trying to do a work call and be on zoom at the same time. Right. And the thing about and the thing about her the woman uh, being on the Zoom call with her daughters her daughter's a nonverbal mm-hmm. um, nonverbal so she has to like respond to the teacher on behalf of her daughter and stuff like that during the same times like she's on work calls and I said wow multitasking at its I don't know it, would I say finest but multitasking to the extreme right. Um, and it, it was just, it was kind of heartbreaking because it was just like, I mean, I, I think a lot of families go through this, especially when they have, um, children who have maybe different disabilities, mm-hmm. right? And they have a child who does not have one. And like, even with that story solely, like her other daughter was, I believe like 11 years old, who was like cooking for herself, basically taking care of herself, like, you know, helping take care of her sister. And she was going through school herself. And at one point the teacher was like, uh, do you know, do you know your daughter has, is failing? Your daughter is failing. Yeah. And and, and that, I think for me, that kind of broke my heart because I was just like, wow, like she's over here thinking like, okay, great. Like I have this one daughter who can, you know, self-sufficient, blah, 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 blah. And where is her husband? Her husband is at work outside of the yeah. home. Like he's not working from home. And so she's really doing it all. And, you know, she's trying not to like punish the other one because she was like, I know how hard you're trying. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, sometimes like you need that parental uh, interaction, you need that help kind of thing. And I was like, dang, like this lady can barely keep up with work. They're asking for her input. The teacher is asking for answers and she has this other daughter. She like needs to take care of her. Her husband is, I love how they describe the things that their husbands do in the article. That was very intentional. It was very intentional. The way that they took pictures of the husbands, like next to the wives, I was like, "You did this." Whoever is the photojournalist for this, it was definitely doing that on purpose. Yes, because like, so at one point, the same lady—I forgot what this lady's name is—but like, she literally would be like, "Yeah, my husband comes home. He like literally says like a quick hi and like beelines it to the fridge." I said, "Wow, really." You can't even be like, hey, like, what's going on with the family? Like, how can I help? Like, what's going on? Like, you don't think I had a long day? Legit. I've literally been doing two things all day. I've been doing, like, two jobs at one time, and you just want to beeline to the fridge. Okay. And then there is another one, the the other mom, um, the other married mom. Her name is Mercedes. The mom you're talking about, her name is Dakita. Um, but Mercedes, like, her and her husband are both, like, counselors, and, um, I think one particular point that stood out was a picture, and, and she was actually describing it, like, their daughter, she's, like, two, so, you know, they are just a lot of work when they're that age, 
And she screams a lot on the phone. And they're counseling people online, people with schizophrenia, people who just dealt with, like, death in the family. And her daughter will be just, like, screaming. And her husband is also working from home. But there is this photo of... Him in his office, because that's where he works. He's in his office, and he's on a he's not on a work call. She was on a work call in the bathroom at the same exact time, trying to, like, change her daughter's, like, da- she was in the bathroom. Try- was she trying to change her? Like, I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, I don't know if she was, like, trying to help her daughter go to the bathroom or something like that. I have no idea. Yes, and she was on a call, and this man was not on a call. And he was, and he... Chillax. He was relaxing. Chillax. And she was saying that, like, yeah, like, our daughter will ask to play and he'll just be, like, later or, like, whatever. And, like, you know what also really pissed me off about that man in particular? Like, he would really close the door because his daughter was disturbing his work. Like, he was like, I'm working. Like, the mom wasn't working. That That's what really irritated my soul because I'm just like, you. do you realize you have the l- luxury of closing your door and like ignoring all this i think she even mentioned that like one time he like fell asleep on the couch or somebody fell asleep i don't know which husband was but somebody fell asleep on the couch i said are you are you joking are you joking i just it just infuriates me it really infuriates i don't know how these women don't hate their husband it's uh, (laughs) okay Because she, okay, this is a part from Mercedes. It says, she and her husband both had early work trainings that morning. Training Mercedes actually wanted to engage in. This is, uh, and then it says, yet he gets to lock himself in his office all day while I'm expected to entertain Mila and make breakfast for everything, for everyone. She said, why can't he do it? Why am I expected to do it all? And then she says, her husband is the primary breadwinner in their family, so she knows that's a part of the answer. See, that's another thing I also don't like. I, my, my brain literally, I'm like so frustrated because I'm just like, okay, this is the thing I hate about money. And I will tell people like, I have been told by men that like, oh, they're like, men don't care about women's money. But here's my thing. I'm not saying that they should care or factor that in or anything, but I have an issue when, when you dismiss how much like a, a woman's making or their career and stuff like that, because now you're putting this um because i do this and make the money what are you doing i said whoa 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 whoa. remember that time i have dreams and stuff like that and i want to work and i want to learn and stuff like that that should not be dismissed because you make more money legit it shouldn't and that's the first thing a man will do and that's that's the one thing that i that people need to understand is because people will say like oh well you know especially a man will say like you staying at home, that is work, baby. I'll take care of everything. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of our babies. I'll take care of... And then soon... <laughs> right? As soon as things get a little shaky, that's when they want to pull out, like, yeah. this is what I bought. This is what I did. This is what I provide. Because people don't value women in the home. They really don't. Yeah. And... But they want them in the but home. But they want them in the home. But then as soon as you get mad at me, like, then it's like, I don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why for me, I'm just like, yeah. please just think of that, like, before you decide if you want to be a, a more domestic wife. Because I think that is, like, pro- yeah. that would probably be, be the most frustrating thing about it for me. And then, lastly, she says she wanted to quit her job, but she was wondering mm-hmm. what would happen to her identity if she did. Because you, I think some, like, for some people, like, just being a mom isn't 
everything. Yeah. I know for me right now, I don't think being a mom would be enough for me. Neither do I. To be honest. Like, I just, I was just like, I don't want to wake up day in and day out thinking like this child is my life. And not that I don't love my children or anything like that or my family. It's just like I, as a person, right? Like that's the theme. Before any of all of this, I was a person. I was a human being who had aspirations, you know? Exactly. And And I don't think getting married and having kids, like now my, now my new two identities are wife and mother. I said, no. that's cool, but... And it's just like... I, especially if I'm married to a man who don't want to do shit? That is not glamorous. No, that's not... <laughs> that's not glamorous, right? I just... I, I get very frustrated. I want... For me personally, I want a helpful partner, right? I want somebody who's caring. I want somebody who wants to do the same things, right? Feeding, cooking, taking them out. I'm acting like they're a dog. Um, <laughs> taking them out. Doing... Doing all the things, instilling values and morals and ethics into them. Like, I don't, I, I need this to be a partnership. Like, I'm a very, my one of my friends said it. She was just like, I refuse to, like, have a family by myself, right? And I was like, I'm not doing this by myself. Exactly. On purpose. Like Exactly. They have to and, be an equal partner. And I think one of the moms was saying, I was doing this. I was picking them both up and I was, dro- before the pandemic, I was dropping them off at, and yeah. I, I did cheer coaching and I did all of this and I still had dinner on the table. And in my head, I'm just like, I don't think like that whole like super mom thing, that's not hot to me. I'm not trying to be a super mom. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not trying to be a super mom. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a super mom where it's just like, and I still cook for my man. If that man doesn't go get up and turn that stove on or go pick up the kids and the kids went to Literally. two different schools. I know. Oh, no. We we have got to I just, do, We have to. I, what I really hate is there. there's this sentiment that, like, I have to tell a man, right? I mean, I think that it's just like, why am I thinking of everything for everyone? I thought about this the other day. I said, that is exhausting. Oh, my gosh. I was like, and then, like, you only get to think about yourself until I tell you to think about something else. Oh. Come on, guys. You guys are smart people. That's so real. That's so real. Like, I actually saw a video of a guy saying that. He was like, you think that you're supporting your wife or your girlfriend by being like, tell me what you need to do. It's like, no, just do it. Just do do it. Just, oh my gosh. You I, know how sexy I would think you were if you just did stuff? Even if you literally called me and one day, let's just say I was that lady with the two kids at the two schools and you were like, hey babe, like I'm about to go pick up Shabadabadu and Shabadabadu. I'd be oh my God, baby, I can't wait till you get home. But the mm. thing is, like, that shouldn't even be a rewarded thing. That's another thing, is like, that should be already on your mind because you're a parent. Don't put like... Because you're a parent. Like, I don't. Just because I'm a mom, I need to know, like, exactly. Like, men, like, Jimmy Kimmel interviewed um, moms and parents on the street. And then he was like, What's their doctor's name? The mom was like, Dr. So and so. The dad was like, Ah, how old is this child? Who's their dentist? A mom can literally list all these people and have all their numbers, anything associated with the child. And the dads don't know shit. That is a problem. I can't. And we enable men. I will. We allow men to do these things. I will fight with my husband every day. We are going to bat every day. I'd be like, we're quizzing every morning. We quiz. 
because I'm not going to be doing this yes. again. I don't, I'm not having a family alone. Yes. Cause we think that them being, and, and then when I'm out, you blowing up my phone. No, right. No. Cause we think that them having a job is enough. It is not enough. If you're, if you are creating human life with me, you need to be able to take care of those kids exactly in the, in the same exact way that I do. And I don't like the whole, oh, well, women are more nurturing. Women are more sensitive. I you can do everything that a woman can do is at breastfeed. That's literally it. And I didn't make these titties. I didn't give myself titties. And I probably put breast milk in the freezer. <laughs> to be able to and you can that. put it in your shirt too. So. If you want to make a breast, you can freaking do that. <laughs> and lastly, this goes into our last point. This tweet that I saw. Because I know like it was about chores in the house. And there are a lot of parents who will teach like their kids, boys, girls, um, non, uh, non-binary children how to take care of themselves, right? And so they were like, yeah. they were saying like, yeah, sure, like a parent can teach a child of any gender, how to, you know, clean their house. But if they grow up seeing their dad not doing anything, this is specifically for boys, then they, they're just going to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to get married and then my wife's going to do everything. And it's all about what you see, like, in your home. And, and I think that people don't yeah. think about that. Because men will be like, oh, well, I'm going to just take care of myself till I'm about, like, what, 27, 28, get me a wife, and then I'm done doing work for the rest of my life. Huh? Excuse me. Come and say, Amma. Come and say, Dice. <laughs> come and say, Dice. Uh, you're lame. What? Like, come and say, Dice. That's not <laughs> exactly. right. Come and say, Dice. Get that out of your mind. It's like we have to like stop gendering everything. Like, I think that sometimes we do a dis a disservice to ourselves when we say, well. Well, he's a man. He should do this and that. And we don't allow... I I think especially if... I think we're also in a place where we're recognizing that men aren't emotionally intelligent. Some men aren't. Mm. And I think that... um, What am I saying? I'm like, we want men to be all of these things. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what my point is. We want men to be emotionally intelligent and they want to, they have to be the financial providers or whatever. Like, I I just think it's like, it's just unequal. I think we have to be, basically what I'm saying is that we have to be everything for each other. We need to, as women, be financially stable on our own and emotionally intelligent. And the same goes for a man. The same things. Yeah, I... The same thing. I think, like, even people that I've spoken to, like, they have recognized maybe in their own lives that, like, their emotional intelligence isn't, like, where it should be, right? For the for maybe the type of the relationship that they want, right? And I'm like, you've got to do the work. You've got to do the work um, of figuring out how to increase that IQ because it's like, I can't, as women, we cannot be your counselor. I said, do you remember that me too am dealing with things? Right. I too need help kind of thing. And I can't just always be there for you. And that's my sole purpose. And it's not reciprocated, right? I think there's a lot of women who it's like, we speak and we're like, we're upset and stuff like that. And men just like, don't get it. They're just like, Cause, yeah. didn't, didn't you dream? Did, <coughs> didn't you dream about being a wife and mother? It, no. Yeah. It's like, it's not like not this. Not like this. No, it's all about a part 
their ship. I want a partnership. I give what you give and you give what I give. There is no teetering tottering. And the way that we base our relationships has nothing to do with gender. The decisions we make, how we run the hospital, how we run the hospital, how we run the household (laughs) has nothing to do with gender. Because gender is a what? A social construct. Gender was made up. Okay, I repeat, gender was made up, people. So we're basing this, a man supposed to do this, a man posted, the woman supposed to do that. But I'm just like, what if I can't cook? I'm just supposed to, like, I just... What if I... <laughs> I can't and he can't build what a house. Trash dry. Does he know how to uh, put up some drywall? Huh? <laughs> Does he know how to do that? No. Exactly. What if I'm better at woodworking as a woman? I mean, I'm probably not. Me out of all people is probably the not what if i can chop down a damn tree i can't now because i'm a girl that's so stupid just dumb dum 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 yeah it's just all it's not fun it's dumb it really is dumb and this is my call to action of for people in relationships i really hope and pray that you guys are in equal partnerships if that's what you're looking for right always make that disclaimer not everyone is looking for that but if that is what you're looking for, I think it's really important to have those conversations because you really don't know. Um, you don't really know how people are going to act, especially when kids are involved and you don't know people's mentalities. And I think having open conversations about being like, okay, this is how I feel a relationship should be. I'm looking for a partnership. This is what it means for me to be in a partnership. What does that mean for you? Right. And go from there. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's the you for you. Okay, make decisions. It's the you for you. Make decisions based on you and not on your relationship. That's my advice, okay? It might be an unpopular opinion because, baby, you're going to die by yourself. That They don't make a, a double-sized casket. They bite. But just make sure. <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> just make sure. I know, I said, where, where that when you, you die alone. Okay, I just want you to know that your man ain't gonna be there with you. So you need to make sure that you're making all your decisions based on what you want. Because you're gonna be in that casket alone. Period. Period. Well, y'all, that was the end of this podcast. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. It was a nice discussion talking about our gender roles. And make sure you choose you for you. It's the you for you. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find all episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Yes, and make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at So Tell Me Why the Podcast. Follow Charlene at Charmasona. And you can follow me at Enhance the Individual. Thanks for listening and catch you guys next time. Bye.